Welcome to Creative Biolabs Science Channel. Creative Biolabs is a specialized contract research organization supporting mRNA studies with all-round solutions covering mRNA synthesis, modification, and mRNA therapeutics development. With an unwavering pursuit of innovation and lifelong learning, we keep on producing podcast series related to mRNA technology based on our knowledge and practical experience gained through years of exploration in this area. Subscribe to our channel and keep updated with our podcasts. Good evening, dear friends. Thank you for tuning in to Creative Biolabs podcast series. Today, we invited David to our program to continue our discussion on the graft versus leukemia effect in allogeneic stem cell transplantation. Thank you for joining us, David. Thanks for inviting me. So many scientists, at the very beginning, thought that the major antileukemic effect of allogeneic stem cell transplantation, or we can call it autologous stem cell transplant for short, was due to high-dose chemotherapy and radiation. It has become increasingly clear that graft-versus-leukemia effect also plays a significant role. It is also termed the graft-versus-malignancy effect as well. Yes, you know, at first, early researchers noticed that the leukemia relapse rate was lower than expected in experimental allogeneic transplantation in mice. Then, in the early 1980s, researchers found a similar phenomenon in retrospective analyses of human transplantation cases, which is why they named it the graft-versus-leukemia effect. So, under what circumstances will this effect occur? Well, its occurrence actually depends on the disease itself. For example, it is more pronounced in chronic myeloid leukemia than in acute lymphoblastic leukemia. A study from the International Bone Marrow Transplant Registry showed that among 2,000 patients with leukemia in first remission or first chronic phase, for those with acute lymphoblastic leukemia, there was a high correlation between acute graft-versus-host disease and antileukemic activity. However, in patients with acute myeloid leukemia and chronic myeloid leukemia, the association was stronger with chronic graft-versus-host disease. A large European study also verified the result that chronic graft-versus-host disease had a stronger antileukemic effect than acute graft-versus-host in patients with acute leukemia. That's interesting. So tell us about the mechanism that triggers the graft-versus-leukemia effect. In general, T-lymphocytes and natural killer cells participate in the graft-versus-leukemia effect. Simply put, it is believed that cytotoxic T cells can recognize several classes of antigens on leukemic cells. The natural killer cells target self-proteins that present on the tissues of the recipient and are overexpressed in patients with leukemia. These cells then use the perforin granzyme pathway to kill their targets. And this effect happens only when inhibitory signals from self-MHC class 1 molecules on the target are missing or overcome by activating signals. After that, the suppressor of the recipient's immune system allows the donor cells to activate this effect. Is it possible to use the graft-versus-leukemia effect to improve survival in leukemia patients undergoing autologous stem cell transplant? Yes, it is. Researchers have tried to take advantage of this effect mainly by reducing the immunosuppressive therapy to allow mild acute graft-versus-host disease to develop, and by giving low doses of cyclosporin, combined with methotrexate and discontinuing immunosuppression early, 
although we increase the risk of mild and moderate acute graft-versus-host disease and chronic graft-versus-host disease, subsequently, we can reduce the risk of leukemic relapse. Following this strategy, we are able to optimize the graft-versus-leukemia effect without increasing the risk of severe acute graft-versus-host disease and transplant-related mortality. We have seen evidence that recurrence of leukemia can be cured by reducing immunosuppression and donor lymphocyte infusions, suggested by the activity of T-cells against potential malignancies. Can you tell us more about it? Sure. Early research found that it is possible to enhance the graft-versus-leukemia effect by treatment with immunocompetent donor cells, so-called donor lymphocyte infusions. The application of donor lymphocyte infusions has been one of the most important advances in the field of autologous stem cell transplant in recent years. Data shows that donor lymphocyte infusions treatment is especially effective in patients with relapsed chronic myeloid leukemia. Up to 80% of patients treated with donor lymphocyte infusions for relapsed chronic myeloid leukemia will experience a complete cytogenetic response, including the disappearance of the Philadelphia chromosome in cytogenetic analysis, and for a majority of patients, these remissions are durable and the results are better in less advanced stages of the disease. Do you mean that the severity of leukemic is also important for the effect of donor lymphocyte infusions? That's right. Patients receiving donor lymphocyte infusions are basically at an early disease stage. And these patients respond better to this therapy. In contrast, patients undergoing molecular or cytogenetic relapse therapy are not recovering well. I suppose there are side effects to donor lymphocyte infusions? Yes. The main side effects are graft-versus-host disease, myelosuppression, as well as pancytopenia. As I mentioned before, the graft-versus-leukemia effect is associated with graft-versus-host disease. However, this problem can be alleviated to some extent. It is better to transfuse donor lymphocytes in escalating doses to avoid triggering serious and potentially lethal graft-versus-host disease. That's true. But is there any better strategy to avoid graft-versus-host disease emerging after donor lymphocyte infusions treatment? Some scientists have tried many different approaches, including T-cell subset depletion of CD8-positive T-cells and transfer of suicide genes into T-cells, which makes the pharmacologically ablate selective T-cells possible. After all, Immunotherapeutic options, such as donor lymphocyte infusions, can prevent or treat relapsed disease, but at the cost of potentially deleterious graft-versus-host disease. Despite the potency of donor lymphocyte infusions, relapse still remains a major problem after autologous stem cell transplant. And we still need further refinement of treatment, especially minimizing side effects, such as graft-versus-host disease, while maximizing the antileukemic effect. Is it even possible? I suppose that cytotoxic T lymphocytes may be the answer. Scientists have described the possibility of generating allo-restricted cytotoxic T lymphocytes to mediate a graft-versus-leukemia reaction while without causing graft-versus-host disease. But how can we sort out whether different T cell clones induce graft-versus-host disease or a graft-versus-leukemia effect? One possible way of exploring this in the clinic may be to identify antigens that are solely expressed on the patient's leukemic cells 
and to separate them from other anti-host reactions that may induce graft-versus-host disease. One strategy for differentiating the graft-versus-leukemia effect has been to study polymorphic minor histocompatibility antigens. Another way to discriminate leukemic cells from other host tissues may be to identify antigens associated with a malignant phenotype. So using these strategies, what has been found? Five human minor histocompatibility antigens were identified, three of which were broadly expressed, and may serve as targets for both graft-versus-host disease and graft-versus-leukemia. These were expressed selectively by hematopoietic cells and could serve as targets for a specific antileukemic response. The other two were only expressed on hematopoietic cells and may be the targets for a specific antileukemic cytotoxic response. Thanks to cell culture techniques, it has provided the possibility to isolate cytotoxic T-cell clones specific for minor histocompatibility antigens from patients who have undergone autologous stem cell transplant. This brings great hope for the treatment of the graft-versus-host disease after allogeneic stem transplantation. And next, I want to bring our attention to the natural killer cells. They can interact with class I MHC molecules on target cells and then are inhibited. If the recipient lacks in K-cell immunoglobulin-like receptors, autologous stem cell transplant across the human leukocyte antigen barrier may trigger the donor's and K-cell alloreactivity. As for the immunoglobulin-like receptors, they are able to recognize the human leukocyte antigen class 1 alleles present in the donor. Do NK cells have graft-versus-leukemia effect as well? The answer is yes. For patients without human leukocyte antigen matching donors, cells from haploidential donors are increasingly used and it is an alternative method. The process of haplotype autologous hematopoietic stem cell transplantation is very important. It utilizes the heterologous anti-leukemia activity of the donor on the recipient's NK cells. Can you elaborate further on this? Sure. This donor versus recipient NK cell alloreactivity mainly derives from a mismatch between inhibitory killer cell immunoglobulin-like receptors for self-MHC1 molecules on donor NK cells and the MHCI ligands on recipient cells. After that, donor NK cells sense the missing expression of self-MHC1 molecules and mediate alloreactions. These antileukemic effects are found to finally induce potent antileukemic responses with low rates of graft failure, relapse, and graft-versus-host disease, and result in improved survival. How about its side effect? In haploidentical transplant, non-relapse mortality is still mainly caused by infections, like all the other complications and treatment side effects. There is still a long way to go to improve its efficacy while minimizing its side effects. That would be it for us today. Thanks David for sharing your expertise with us. And thanks everyone for listening. We will be back next week with another episode on other novel treatments for leukemia. See you then.